0: It's your boy, J.O., and I hope y'all enjoyed the last episode I dropped. First off, let me apologize for a statement I made on the previous episode in saying Omari Cooper had a disappointing season last year. He actually put in some work with 1,100 yards and five touchdowns. Today, I will be talking about the potential landing destinations for Deshaun Watson and recap the UFC main event from last week which featured TJ Dillashaw duke it out against Corey Sandhagen. Last year's league leader in passing yards Deshaun Watson has shown up to training camp for the Houston Texans. Although he still wants to be traded he is there to avoid getting fined. I can imagine all the Texans personnel are begging Watson to change his mind and stay with the team. At the same time I can see other players happy to see Watson and understand what he is going through with his legal issues. Regardless what team you are on and what level the competition is, once you're on a team, you have the potential to have lifelong friends. The Athletic yesterday came out with a list where 50 NFL coaches and evaluators ranked quarterbacks in four tiers. The top tier of quarterbacks were Mahomes and Rodgers, tied at one, Brady in the third spot, Russell Wilson at four, and Deshaun Watson in the 5th spot. Watson led the league in passing yards, and that was with barely any weapons, just shows you how elite of a quarterback he is. Once you're a top-tier quarterback, no matter the baggage you have, teams are going to want you. As you see, the Denver Broncos, Philadelphia Eagles, Miami Dolphins, and Carolina Panthers are all interested in Mr. Watson. None of those teams made the playoffs last year, so a first step to changing that is acquiring Watson in a trade. Deshaun Watson is a franchise quarterback, and he felt disrespected that management did not speak with him when DeAndre Hopkins got traded. Hopkins is arguably the best wideout in the league and, of course, was Watson's number one target. Watson also had problems with his best defensive player leaving the team in J.J. Watt. Things just began going downhill at a rapid pace for Watson. Probably the worst incident is when the Texans fired Bill O'Brien and searched for a head coach on their own and disregarded any requests from Watson. Offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs, Eric Bieniemy, is who Watson vouched for to be the next head coach, but the Texans ended up hiring somebody else. The Texans players have no say, and this is why the star players are leaving the organization. It is evident they are in need of changes in the front office and management. With no more Hopkins, Watt, and soon to be Watson, who can y'all name on the Houston Texans? It's okay, I'll wait. Exactly, nobody. His team is a dumpster fire and they may just need new owners. The Miami Dolphins do not seem all that sold on Tua a tug of Iloa. Last season he had two games where he threw for under 100 yards yet still had 20 plus passing attempts. With the Dolphins bringing in Jalen Waddle a former teammate of Tua's at Alabama, that can help Tua with his confidence simply because he knows how Jalen operates and all the routes he can run. Waddle can gain plenty yards from screen passes and also is a deep threat with his blistering speed. I like the Dolphins' offensive weapons. They just signed Will Fuller this off season. He used to play with Watson in Houston. They have Devontae Parker, Mike Gesicki, and of course Waddle. If Watson goes to AFC East, he's right away the best quarterback in that division. The only thing is, Brian Flores, the Dolphins coach, has a tendency to act out of character and run away his best players. Kyle Van Noy, who was a team captain last season, went back to the Patriots. Ryan Fitzpatrick, the starting quarterback at the beginning of last season, is now with the Washington football team and all-pro cornerback Xavier Howard is seeking a trade now. Watson wants to be in a room when free agent talks are happening, coaching hirings are happening, play calls, etc. I'd advise him to stay away from the Dolphins if he wants those privileges. Another team with eyes on Watson are the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers led the NFL last season with 7-1 possession losses. Franchise quarterbacks are supposed to be able to drive the ball down the field with two minutes or less when down in a ball game, and lead their team to victory. Even though the Panthers acquired Sam Darnold this offseason, If they can get their hands on Watson, they are going to do it. It's like if you have a Lexus in your driveway and there is still an open spot available for an Austin Martin, you will grab that Austin Martin without hesitation. I am for Watson going to Carolina. I believe they are a playoff team this season and will battle it out with the Buccaneers to see who will come out on top of the NFC South. The Panthers have talent everywhere on offense. They will get back a healthy Christian McCaffrey at running back and will have rookie Truba Hubbard back him up. Hubbard had an outstanding collegiate career at Oklahoma State. Our wide receiver, they have Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore who are speedsters and they both went for over a 1,000 yards receiving last season. The Panthers are coming off back-to-back solid drafts, with last season them addressing the defense and drafting all defensive players, something that has never been done in the NFL before. This season, they got two studs in J.C. Horn, cornerback from South Carolina, and Terrace Marshall Jr., wide receiver from the LSU team that went undefeated and won the national championship in 2019. At the end of the day, Watson would be ecstatic to play for the Panthers as he played at Clemson, which is in Carolina. So he will have the fan support from the get go. Personally, the best case scenario for Watson is Denver because they are in win-now mode, and their best player, Von Miller, is back and healthy this season. Ever since the departure of Peyton Manning, they have had mediocre play at the quarterback position. As a Bronco fan, it has to be frustrating because since that Super Bowl, the defense has not missed a beat. The Broncos have depth at all the skilled positions with Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton at wide receiver, Melvin Gordon and rookie Javonte Williams at running back, and they got Noah Fant at tight end. Watson would enjoy playing with this group and this move would be great for the NFL and TV ratings. The AFC West would be the division with the best quarterback play, Watson Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, and Super Bowl winner Patrick Mahomes. Last week in the UFC, we had former Bantamweight champion TJ Dillashaw take on Corey Sandhagen. It was Dillashaw's first fight in two years as he was coming off of a suspension. This was an important fight for both men as the winner is going to get a title shot after Aljermaine Sterling and Peter Yan do their rematch. What I took from this fight is that Dillashaw was going to leave it all out there in the octagon. Sandhagen hit Dillashaw with some powerful punches and cut Dillashaw open near his right eye. The cut bothered Dillashaw for an entire fight, but he made sure to wipe the constant blood which was pouring down so it would not go into his eye. Dillashaw was throwing good kicks, but you could see that he blew his knee out in the first round. Dillashaw pushed through with a blown out knee and a serious cut on his face. He continuously had Sandhagen in the clinch and was putting him under pressure the whole entire fight. In the end, it was a split decision victory for Dillashaw And I truly believe he pulled it out because he was in the center of the octagon, dictating the pace of the fight. Being a former champion and having been there in those championship rounds got him the win. Dillashaw is a true warrior. The amount of adversity he faced never seemed to face him. Hope you all enjoyed the episode. Make sure to look out for another one in a couple of days. Y'all be safe. I'm out.